You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, we are talking all about social circle. If you caught my live recently on YouTube, then you heard all about it, but I like to share some of that on the podcast. So you're about to hear a live that I did last week, which is basically the same thing as a podcast because I'm sitting here and, and I'm talking to you and I'm talking about a very important topic that I know that you need to learn, which is social circle. Social circle, meaning the friends that you hang out with, the people that you hang out with. I've learned a lot over the years of how much social circle and meeting women through social circle can affect your dating life in good ways, in bad ways, and all in between. And if you listen to the very end of the episode, I do explain how you can create a social circle. So you're going to hear me bash the shit out of it for a good 30 to 40 minutes, but then I give you the actual steps that you need to take to create a social circle that is providing you with women that you can meet. So I want you to really listen up here, really take some notes and just be open to what I'm saying because it can be a little bit controversial to some people. I know it's not very comfortable for everyone to hear because social circle is such a common way to meet your friends, but just be open-minded like I know you are. All right, let's dive in. Here's my live when I talked about social circle. Now, we're going over social circle. And I know it's funny because I'm going to I'm going to knock it pretty hard today. But we we do teach a little bit of social circle and I'll be teaching a little bit today as well on today's live. But we do teach a little bit of social circle in our coaching program in the Trip Advice coaching program. And we focus primarily on getting lots and lots of volume through approaching women, cold approaching, through online dating, a little bit through through meeting friends, social circle. We do teach that in the in the in the program. It's just not the forefront of the program because, as I'll be going over today, I don't think that it's the best use of your time. But if you are trying to meet more women, trying to have more choice of women, trying to be able to have a dating life where you have an abundance of women that you can date, that you can talk to, that you can sleep with, that you can eventually get into a relationship with. We teach all that and more in the TripAdvice Accelerator Coaching Program. We have coaches on staff ready to work with you one-on-one. We have boot camps available where we have a coach who will actually fly out to you and work with you one-on-one in your city. If you live in the United States or Canada, We might potentially be extending this to Australia and Europe, depending on if that is a request. We we may take you up on that, but lots of options to get you better at meeting women. And the bootcamp is a three-day bootcamp. So you can do a bootcamp with us. You can do virtual coaching with us. All will get you the results that you're looking for in your dating life. We guarantee it. So if you want to learn more about how it works, head over to tripadvicecoaching.com. You see it down here. You're going to see a calendar on there. You can book a time to talk to a member of my team and we're available to chat with you pretty much anywhere between 
the moment you see it and, and within 72 hours and most time slots are available. So we'll chat with you. It is a free call. We just want to go over how coaching works and just see if you're a good fit and see also if you think we're a good fit, right? We've got to see if we're a match. So that's why we we do it that way. So check it out. TripAdvice Accelerator Coaching, where we'll work with you one-on-one. I'm not one to to go out there and and name names or, or bash other companies. And, and, I, and I won't name names, but I will just say, there's a lot of companies out there who love to do the group coaching program. And hell, maybe we'll do it too one day, but we will always have a one-on-one option. We truly believe in that because that is the way to get you the best results. It's fun to be in a group, but you're not going to get that one-on-one attention that you deserve and you need. And so we have that available for you. Again, tripadvicecoaching.com. Today's episode, we're talking about social circle and why at one point I stopped meeting women through my social circle, mainly because it was, uh, it was a time waster, to be honest with you. So let, let's just start off with the first thing and then we can take questions. Okay. So first off, really the main point, social circle And again, this is meaning, social circles, we're meeting women through our friends and our immediate friend group. I know that that is a very common way, very common way to meet people. That might be up until online dating, that was pretty much the the number one way. Not a lot of people were doing cold approaching and going out and just approaching women at bars and and, uh, and day game and, and things like that. That wasn't as common. We were meeting people through our, our friends. But I believe that it's very limiting because you're getting low volume no matter what. And this is kind of, uh, this is the, 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 one of the main themes of, uh, yeah, I'd say one tenants, one, one of the main tenants or themes of trip advice is, is like not settling having a lot of volume to find the best woman that you can. Because I realized when I was dating that social circle was insanely limited. I learned this lesson when I was in college, like right away. There was only so many women. Well, first of all, when I was in college, I was getting friend zone left and right. So that, that didn't help either. Okay. So lots of friend zoning happening, but let's just say I wasn't getting friend zoned and I had my choice and I had my pick of the litter, you're still going to get eventually stuck because there's not going to be that many women you can talk to. Yeah, you can go into extended social circle. We'll talk about that in a bit, but that's a little bit different there. What I'm talking about is, is your main circle of friends or the main girlfriends that you might have, the kind of main core people that you hang out around or your buddies hang out around some of these girls and they kind of stick around. And I remember in college, that was, yeah, like I said, a limiting factor. It would change a little bit from year to year, but not too much. And so I just remember like, wow, this is, I didn't have a solution much except for try to go outside the social circle, try to meet other women, but I had terrible approach anxiety. So that wasn't happening in college. Or I try to go to other bars or meet other women in different ways. And I, I couldn't really get my friends to come with me because everyone just felt comfortable hanging around the same people. And that didn't work for me at all. Until then, I eventually moved to Los Angeles when I was 22 years old. So I graduate college, I moved to Los Angeles 
and still having terrible approach anxiety. Very hard for me to meet women at, at that point. But when I finally got over the fear of rejection and started to put myself out there more, it's like my mind was blown. It's like, wow, this is the best. Being able to be in a, let's say at least over 300,000 population city where there's lots of volume to meet and then your world just got bigger and there's so many more options available. You come to a halt in your main social circle because even if, like I said, even if you're not getting friend zoned, because of course some of the girls you just might be friends with, there's only so far you could go. And one of the reasons too is not just because of the actual low amount of women, but also, well, first of all, you might not even be attracted to some of the women. So there's another factor in there, which I guess has to do with volume. But also, you are potentially causing drama. It's sensitive. You can't just start dating every single girl within your social circle. You can a little bit, you can a little bit in your extended social circle. If, if, by the way, if that's even happening, that might not be in your control. If you're just letting that happen, that might not happen. Like there might not be other women coming into the social circle or other guys or other people where you can meet new people. You have to kind of cross your fingers and hope that that happens. That might not happen, but either way, and this is where it gets kind of tough is, I mean, I don't know if you remember high school. I mean, I went to a big high school and even then there was as much as you did dating or hooking up or whatever in high school, there was a lot of crossover. Crossover happens. Drama can happen. Also, how many women can you actually hit on at once in a social circle? I don't know, max two. And we're talking if that extended version is there, friends of friends of friends. And it's funny because I remember when it was either, uh, let's see, it was in college a little bit, also in my early 20s and, and mid 20s, times when you'd go to a party and get all excited because, okay, there might be some new girls there. Yeah, this might be fun. There might be some new women there that you can meet. Maybe, hopefully. And then hopefully one of those is cute. And then hopefully that one you, you end up connecting with. You end up even getting her interested. Or maybe, I don't know, you end up having a conversation with her and then you find out you're not interested. All these limited all this limited availability and limited times that you could do this. And it's interesting because I always like to pay devil's advocate and hear the other side of things. You know, well, Trip, that's what they did all the way up until online dating. They've been doing this for years. You would just meet people in your circle. You'd meet people literally in your vicinity, Right? You just mean meeting people who lived around you. It's worked up until then. Yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, the divorce rate's still over 50, 60% and, and has been. So is it possible that maybe we weren't able to find a great match that way? There's arguments for both. I mean, there's also arguments to say that arranged marriages have a very low divorce rate. But not all of us are in arranged marriages, are we? So 
that's like the smallest volume. You literally get matched with one woman and then you just got to figure it out. But unless you're in the culture, which provides that that's not happening. So what are we dealing with today? What we're dealing with whatever is given to us or whatever we have our control over. So what's the antidote to this? It's cold approach and online dating. Clearly that's, that's what I'm pushing here. So I guess today is, is me explaining and, and having reasonings why I believe social circle is, is harming you. And I think there's a lot of guys who do realize this already. I do think that they're realizing this. I had to come to this realization, right? I had to naturally come to this realization. So I remember I'm 22. I just moved to Los Angeles and now I'm in LA. And what are my options? Okay. I've online dating. I had no social circle when I first moved there, by the way, I had a couple of buddies. that were guys that also moved to LA so, or actually it was one guy who moved to LA. So I was roommates with one guy who moved with me and the second roommate, he had girls to hang out with, but he would never want to hang out with them because he was sick of them. It's like, okay. So that, that got cut off right there. So what were my options at that time? Online dating wasn't very heavy at this time. We're in 2007 where Tinder was not around or any app dating for that matter. So I was either forced to go online where it was a decent amount of volume, but it wasn't even close to how many people are online today. Not even close. So I had to go out and meet women through cold approach. That was the only option that I had. And thank God, I'm so glad. This is not a complaint. I'm so glad that that's the case because that's the hardest, right? That's, that's one of the more difficult ways to meet women. So if you can do that, everything else becomes ease. And we have way more control over the women that we meet when we can go out and meet women in person and online. We we have full control over that. And what's cool is, and and I'm not going to fully bash social circle. I'll get into some some ways that you can make it work for you. and, And there are definitely some upsides to it. Uh, But if you end up getting cold approach down to a T and you're like, yeah, I can confidently go up and talk to women wherever they may be, bars, clubs, uh, malls, outside, wherever, coffee shops, and you get that down, you nail that down, meeting women then through social circle at parties or at birthday parties or whatever, anything kind of going on where you get to meet some extended social circle people or who knows, then you have a leg up because that's easy peasy compared. That's a, that's a, we'd call that a warm approach because you're not a stranger, right? So there is that, but yeah, I want to go back to what I was saying with, with settling. It can cause you to settle because think about it. Well, there's only so much volume. So you know what ends up happening? your mind gets warped a little bit. Your mind gets warped. When there's only so many options, it's like the theory of relativity almost, right? There's, when there's only so many options, you're going to pick what you think is the best 
maybe the most attractive woman or the woman that you think is best to you, but only relative to what? To the other women there. So she might not be a great fit for you. She might not be a good match. But what do you do? You settle, you go for it because you're not meeting, you're not getting any results online. You're not meeting women in, uh, in, in cold approach. So that's, that's it. You have to settle. And I believe that there's a lot, a lot, a lot of men who have done that. And I think that some of those relationships have worked out. I believe that also a lot of those relationships haven't, unfortunately. So that's another reason why I didn't want to use social circle beyond the fact that I didn't really have one. Uh, But I also, I was pretty scarred in, in college being that I knew what it was like to have those limited options. I will say also, I, I, I do come back to myself. I don't play full victim. Like, oh, well, the reason why I didn't really meet many women in college was because, because there wasn't enough women and I was in a social circle. Like, no, I also sucked. Like, I was, I was no good with women then either. But the combination was deadly. Wow, you have barely any options and you're not good with women. So it was uh, slim pickings for me back in in the early 2000s. Okay. Another reason why I don't love social circle. It becomes a crutch. It becomes a crutch because you might be too afraid to approach women. You might be too afraid to talk to women out in the real world. And so what ends up happening is you just, like I said, you settle, right? So you go, Oh, I don't, I don't need to do that thing. I don't, I don't need to do the thing where I, I go out and talk to women. I don't need to put a lot of work into my profile. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to do any of that. I'll just meet women through here, right? And I know online dating is massively popular, but what if you're a guy who's not getting any results? Well, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just meet women through friends. Hopefully, hopefully. A lot, of, a lot of guys that I know watch this or guys that I talk to don't have that social circle. Someone here said social circle of one. So it becomes this kind of, this crutch. And then, like I'm saying here, well, what, if, what if you don't have friends? Is that a reason not to make friends? No. But I'll tell you one thing. If you're a person who has no friends, it's going to take you a little while to make friends. It could. I mean, if you really put a lot of effort into it, you could make a, a decent amount of friends in a couple of weeks to a month. I'm talking if you really put the pedal to the metal. But if you're not, and it doesn't become this big priority, but you're still trying to make friends, it could happen very slowly. So what are you doing now? If you're a guy who's, trying to attempt social circle, building a social circle, which again is totally fine. That is not overnight. So are you going to have to wait that long to meet women? Are you going to have to wait several weeks to potentially several, several months? That sucks when you can just work on your dating profile or go outside and literally meet a woman today. Like you can go out and, and start meeting women right away. 
if you wanted to, but again, see, it becomes this, this, um, this kind of logic in a sense where you go, okay, well, it's going to take a while to make friends, but I got to approach, but I'm too scared to approach. Okay. So I got to make friends. <laughs> this circular logic that ends up flowing you to, to nowhere. So something has to give, right? But I don't want you spending several months to several years trying to build a social circle in order for that to hopefully hand over some potential women. Now, if we want to build that in the background, we can do that. Okay. So if you want to build a social circle while you're still working on your dating profile, going out and talking to women, that's great. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I think it's totally fine to meet women through your social circle. What I don't like and what's very limiting for you is only and solely relying on that. Okay, that's where it becomes tough. So if you want to put some effort into making some friends and let that slowly grow over time, so then you have opportunities to meet women through friends and friends of friends or maybe you end up going out talking to women and just grabbing a bunch of numbers and being this leader, being the epicenter of your social circle to have people and women around you and you want to meet some women through that, that's great. That's great. But again, that's going to take you a while. So we don't want to rely on that. That could take a good solid six months if you're putting in the right effort. However, again, we come back to something that no one talks about, which is, again, you're limited. So while you build up this nice social circle, you might start making more friends and meeting more women through the events that are happening through the parties that you may be creating or you're getting invited to and you get some opportunities and it's awesome because it's a warm approach and attraction uh, kind of becomes built in because you've built this social proof so it's really powerful. But the volume is low. So it's good, not great. It's good, not great. And I don't really think I'm... I'm missing a lot here. You know, I know that there's a lot of other coaches who really are pro social circle. And again, I get why I understand why I understand why it can be so powerful, but I also think that you're going to get a lot of hit and miss. So if you're looking for abundance, if you're looking for a way to, have lots of volume, which I encourage. Then we combine social circle. We combine online dating. We combine cold approach. We throw it all together in the mix and then you become unstoppable. Then you have so many opportunities to get better with women. That's another one right there, by the way. I actually didn't even put that in my notes. That's a huge one. So another 
point is that if you end up just relying on your social circle to meet women, you might not get enough practice. This is depending on kind of where you are in your skill set. You might not get enough practice flirting with women, getting rejected, building your confidence, creating a charismatic version of yourself. You might not have the ability to create any of that because why? Same thing as always. Your volume is low. Where you could go out to a nightclub and talk to 30 women in about two hours if you wanted to. 30 women in a social circle, that that could be multiple years depending on how many opportunities you get to meet, how many women, and depending on how big your social circle really is. That's why I like building social circle in the background, if it's that important. Building social circle in the background. Now, some may say, well, Trip, no problem. I'll just meet all those women online. Hey, great. If you have that ability, great. More power to you. Depends how well your dating profile is able to produce women as well. I want that too for you. That's online is an amazing, amazing outlet to be able to get more prospects, to get more leads, right? That's, that's huge. Lots of volume through online, lots of volume through cold approach. So again, my point in the last few minutes here is your skill set and your charisma and confidence Understanding women, like there's all this is going to get limited. Talking to a woman in a way where you're going to flirt and build attraction with her, that interaction where she doesn't reject you right away. So you have a few minutes with her to chat with her, or you get a first date and you're on a first date with the woman. Those interactions are gold. Those are the ones that build you up, that make you the stronger version of yourself in the dating game. We want lots of those. That's where the reference experiences come in. A reference experience is an experience that you can reference and think about that starts to build new memories, new thought processes, in your brain while you go and then have more experiences. So what I mean is if you go out on a date and you have a first date with a girl and you say something kind of funny or you start to flirt with her and you, or you say something stupid and you're like, Oh, that was dumb or it didn't work. Or you went for a kiss or you didn't go for a kiss. Either way, all these little experiences build up. It's something you can reference later on to know how well you did in an interaction with the woman. Again, you know, if it happens naturally, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. If it happens naturally and you end up meeting a woman through your social circle, great. That's great. But it's not what you should be hoping for. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to be funny here, but bear with me. So, People ask me, how did you meet Megan? Okay. So how did I meet Megan? Technically, funny enough, it was through social circle, but bear with me here. 
It wasn't actually through social circle. That's just the quickest way I can describe it. She wasn't in my group of friends or extended version of friends. I met her through a uh, friend slash acquaintance. I say friend acquaintance because it wasn't someone that I hung out with all the time. We would, I don't know, see each other once or twice a year. And it happened to be that the day that I was doing a video at my friend's dance studio, Megan happened to be there. I almost think it was like this weird combination of, of cold and warm approach because I was not introduced to her. I was working. I was not set up with her. My friend was not like, hey, I'm going to set you up with my employee. Also, it wasn't a friend. It was an employee. So it was my friend's employee. So I say quickly, yeah, it was like it was social circle, but it's the only thing I could say because it wasn't a cold approach. It wasn't online. What was it? I don't know. I guess I had an opportunity. But how many of those opportunities came? Was I trying to meet a girl that day? No, it just kind of happened. But let me tell you something. Here's the point to this story. The reason why it was able to happen was because of all the reference experiences and the past experiences that I've had doing cold approach, doing online dating, getting lots of dates, experiences with women. If I didn't have those, I would have no idea what to do. I would have been like, you know what I would have done if this was, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And I was in that situation. I would be thinking like, what do I say? What do I do? I would have been too scared to do anything. And then I would have gone home and I would have thought of, I would have been like, first of all, I would have been like, fuck, like, ah, I should have done something. I should have said something. What could I have said? Oh, I could have said that. Or maybe that, or I could have done this. I didn't have to do any of that in that moment because I had the experiences that got me to the point where I knew what to do when I was in that situation. When I had that occurrence, because I was forced to meet women in other ways besides social circle. Okay. So something to think there, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, maybe not a lot, but a a little bit of negativity guys in this chat, like a lot of doom and gloom here, guys, come on. Playing victim is is not going to get you anywhere, especially in this chat. Okay, so let's talk about now that I bashed the shit out of meeting women through social circle and through friends, I told you a little bit of how to do it, but if you're going to do it, let's do it properly. So the way that I would suggest to do it, and by the way, you can start hitting me with questions now. So any questions, especially regarding this topic, I'd... uh, I'd really mostly like to talk about, really stick to the topic here. But the way that you're going to do it is going to be in a way where, by the way, I'm going to disclaimer, but then again, this is really for anything. It takes a lot of work. So this is, it becomes like a quarter time, part time job. Not saying you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't only do it. That's the whole point of this live here. Um, But if you're going to do it, you want to do it properly. You're going to have to understand it's going to take some time, but it can yield some good results if you know how to work it properly. 
the best metaphor is you're taking care of a plant or a flower, constantly pruning it, cutting off the dead leaves, adding the plant food and water and, and, and sunshine to it to make it grow. That's what a well-created social circle that yields women that you want to meet will produce. So it takes a lot of TLC, tender love and care. So that's my little disclaimer. So how do you do it? How do you do it? I want to give you the answer as, as if we're starting from scratch here. I think that's the best way to answer this question. So that means that we're going to pretend you have no friends. You have zero friends. You move to a new city, which by the way, I, I did this. So I, I, I was forced to do it. I had to, to attempt it at least until I found cold approach. But yeah, you have no friends. You know nobody. You move to a new city. We're going to assume the city is you know, not some uh, 20,000 person, 10,000, 5,000 person town. Because obviously we're not going to get much volume there to create a social circle. But let's assume you move to a relatively large enough city where you can have opportunities to create this social circle. Here are the different ways you're going to do it. So first of all, we need to create like a base around you. We need to start making some friends. So we can do that with men. We can also do that with women. So one way to do it is you can meet women through cold approach, through online, and you can friend zone them. And you can start making friends in that way. So online, you can also do a Bumble BFF. It's a way to meet guys. So it's, it's like Bumble, but instead of swiping on women for romantic uh, purposes, you're swiping on men for friendship purposes. Uh, pretty cool. I actually, I did try that for a quick stint in LA, not to build social circle, but just to make a few guy friends. And for the very little that I used it, it was, it worked. Like I met a cool guy. We hung out. I ended up moving. So that kind of ended that, but that's another way. So you start meeting and you got to think it's like a web, right? So if we start to meet people in all these ways, we start to friend zone some women. And then we, and I'll get to this in a bit, like we start hanging out with them. I'll tell you what that looks like in a bit, but then it becomes this web. Okay. So new metaphor here, a web or like a, a, yeah, a web is the best way to describe this because you know someone and they know, they know a bunch of people and those people know a bunch of people, okay? Or we can say pyramid, but I don't know, like a pyramid scheme, but that doesn't really go well with this. But then you know another person and they know people. So it starts to web out, right? Like all these different people that are opportunities for you to meet. But how do you get access to those people? Well, like I said earlier, we need to hang out with them. So, so Put a pin in that. Again, we're going to talk about hanging out with them just a bit. We're just talking about how do you meet those initial people? So I told you cold approach, apps, events, meetups. And remember, you don't have to just meet women. You can meet guys too. This is about making friends. Meetups are really good or things that you're interested or involved in that you like as hobbies, meeting people through that way. Again, I told you it's going to take a little bit of time. 
But that's why if we do this, we do this in the background. We don't use this as right what the main source. So we're meeting people through meetups. Maybe there's networking. Maybe you know people through business. Maybe there's friends that you know who are coworkers. Maybe you already, you know, well, I actually no, never mind. I was going to say, maybe you know some people already. No, we're pretending that in this case, you're playing on hard mode. You don't know anybody. Okay. Which by the way, that would be anything. Cause if you are a guy who already has a social circle, it might be already tapped out. So we're really talking about how to create a new one from scratch. So either way. So now we're creating this initial circle of people around us. This is where we meet all these people, events, networking, hobbies, meetups, cold approach, online, all these different things. Okay. So you've done this. Concerts and festivals. That's another great example. Okay. Very cool. So we're meeting all these people. What do we do with all this? We basically, we're friend zoning everybody. By the way, little secret here, just because you friend zone a girl doesn't mean you can unfriend zone her. Okay. That was a double negative. Let's make that a positive. You can get her interested in you, even though you've friend zoned her. I've done it before. It's very possible. It happens. And I'll tell you why in just a bit. But you created these people that we can hang out with. Now we simply need to create events. Real quick, there was something, I'm sure it still exists. Let's just look. There was something called the Ivy ivy.com. Yep. This was a big networking group for people. I guess it started as you were, as people to network with in your, who you were in an Ivy league. If you went to an Ivy league, league college, you could be part of this, but now it's basically anyone can, can join it. And it's just a, man, it's changed. I guess now it's a business school. I don't know. At one point, it was a a big networking group where you could just meet all kinds of young professionals. That was another way of meeting women Uh, and and cool guys too. So now we have to create events. And here's the beautiful part about it because one knows no one's going to do it for you. So you have to do it. But two, if you create events, you start to bring people to these events. You invite them. You mass text them out. You become the epicenter. You become right away the leader, right? So at default, you become this guy who's all of a sudden really well connected. And these events don't have to be massive. You don't have to build a social circle or meet like 50 people till you start doing this. You can meet a couple people, text them, hey man, putting together a happy hour, 5 p.m. next Tuesday. Bring whoever you want. You text that to some guys, some girls. Maybe you go, I don't know, maybe one person shows Maybe no one shows up. All right, either way, this is just the beginning. We're getting things going. Maybe one person shows up. Fantastic. You guys head it off. You have a good time. You're connecting with the guy or the girl or whatever. Then you create another one. They come again. They bring some friends. You start inviting more people. They all start participating and coming. Now, again, this takes a little bit of time. This is not going to be overnight. There's different ways to do this. You invite people out to a place where you can have a big dinner. You invite people out to a 
a club. You invite people out to a happy hour. Uh, you go, go on a big hike. LinkedIn is another great way to connect with people. I don't know the specifics here because to be honest, I haven't done it myself, but I know other people who have done it and I'm sure it can't be that hard. LinkedIn, you can just reach out to people who you want to connect with. That might be interesting to connect with because they work in some sort of area of business that you do or a a cousin of, of the business that you're in and you're just connecting with people. I have a friend who meets so many cool people off of LinkedIn and then just invites them out and then they become just friends. So once it's like this kind of networking thing and then it becomes like a a friend thing. So that's another way to do it. And now we're continuously inviting people out. And the best way to do this is you got to build a little bit of a habit. So you do have to have some sort of ongoing and consistent way of, of having an event, right? So even if it's something simple like to take all the thinking away from it. Like I said earlier, every Tuesday at 5 PM, you go to this happy hour. Maybe there's some, some light bites or something like that. You invite people and you keep on inviting people and they invite people. And then it becomes a self filtering process. Some people are going to come back. Some people won't. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to have been bored and they don't like you. and They don't like anyone there and they never come again. Oh, well, who cares? We're working on a volume game here. And then you start to control it even more and you start to remember earlier, I said with the, uh, with, with the plant, we're pruning, we're watering, we're picking. You start to see, well, who do I like? Right. In the beginning, you're going to be a little bit of a whore. You're going to invite everyone and whoever wants to come, right? It's like, ah, whoever we got to get something started. But then you realize, all right, that person wasn't cool. That guy was creepy. No one liked talking to that person. Those girls were off in the corner talking to themselves, weren't socializing with anyone. They were super clicky. They're not getting invited again. No problem. You're making mental note of this and you're figuring out who you want to invite on the next one. And why this becomes a really cool thing and why I'm I'm teaching you how to do it in this way is because it becomes the type of social circle that's actually producing you new leads. It becomes a social circle that's producing you more opportunities because you're telling people to invite their friends. Then those friends come another time. You tell them to invite their friends. Then you're filtering out who can get invited next time. Now, maybe you've made three social circles because you got a group of awesome, like 10, 15 people here who like to do this thing. And then this thing and these people, And then you can maybe do a big thing where everyone comes or small things where, you know, you know what, this is like a hiking event. We're not going to invite 50 people. Let's invite like a core crew, people I want to get closer with. And then what happens is these women start to notice you. You start to become the man because you're always the person at these events where everyone knows the social proof is mind blowing. And then that girl who you once friend zoned, who you invited out, who you've seen now like six times because you've always invited her out, but you've never made a move. Good chance she digs you, assuming she's single. And then you can take that opportunity and that can be whatever you want. But again, going back to what I said in the very beginning here, Social circle, no matter which way you look at it, there's going to be potential 
for drama. There's going to be potential for hurting someone's feelings. I don't know. It depends. You got to be, you got to be selective, discretionary when it comes to choosing, you know, which girls are you going to start to pick out and actually go on dates, which by the way, that's the, that's the next step, right? The next step is eventually you're meeting a lot of women. You get to then talk to these women, grab their numbers, invite them out on dates and you filter and you filter and you filter. I didn't say it was easy. It takes a little bit of time, but it's pretty cool. And it could help also, by the way, with like business and things like that. So this is multifaceted. You can be able to meet people in in other networks, meet people who, I don't know, do cool things that they invite you to cool events. They introduce you to cool people. They see how cool you are. One of the coolest things that you can do as a guy when you're at an event like this that you've created, like one of the most baller moves as a guy, if you wanted to offer the utmost value to uh, any dude, a dude you just met, a dude who's a friend, is you relieve them of the cold approach or we'll even say the warm up. You relieve them of all approach because guess what? You know Dave over here And you know, Jen over here and all of a sudden Jen's next to you and Dave's next to you. Jen, me, my friend, Dave, Dave works. He's uh, as an accountant at blah, 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 blah. He's a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jen, Jen is super cool. She always has the funniest jokes. Boom. You connect them. You walk out. Then they're meeting and you just do this all night. You're introducing people. Imagine that happens to you. You'd be like, hell yeah, that was great. Thanks, Trip. Glad that happened. So now you're this guy who invites people out, introduces people. You're fun. You're social. The guys like you. The women like you. It's endless. I know it's funny because in the very beginning of today's live, I was bashing the shit out of social circle. And now I'm building it up to be this amazing thing. But I'm talking about the way that you need to be doing it now versus the old way that you were doing it and the old way that I used to do it, where you just kind of take what's given to you. So this is a controlled social circle, a way to build something that you prune, that you work, that you filter, and then it starts to work for you. And then maybe you get to a point, but probably not. If you really, if you have it down to a science and you're putting so much effort and energy into it, maybe, maybe it becomes the only way, but I highly doubt it. And also I still wouldn't want you to limit yourself because you do have online and uh, you do have approaching as well. We're going to go to some questions. Got a super chat trip. How do I secure a second date one-on-one? She canceled a few times, but has responded with interest and meet up later in a group setting. I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would. Well, I think, yeah, I think you already know that because you're asking how to do it one-on-one. So this is how you're going to do it. First of all, if she's offering a second date 
saying date in quotes because I don't know if this is a date, a second meetup in a group setting, that says to me that she's not that interested. So we're going to call her out on that. Also, she's canceled a few times. So Mike, I don't know, is that a girl that we really want to chase? One that's canceled and now she's inviting you to a group. She's probably not interested, but I, I would say this. I would say, say a, group set, uh, say a group setting sounds fun sometime, but I'm looking to connect with you more one-on-one. If that works for you, let me know. Super confident, easy way of rejecting any notion of we're going to be hanging out in some group setting and saying, no, this is going to be a date. Chances are she's probably going to turn that down, but that's good. Great. We want that. I call this forcing rejection. We want to force rejection as much as possible. We don't want to be in purgatory. We don't want to be in some weird in-between state where, does she like me? Does she not? Is this a friend thing? Is this not? What's going on? No. Hopefully, Mike... Uh, you have enough abundance where you just tell her, no, no, thanks. This isn't happening. Rather do it one-on-one. You know, it's funny. Normally I don't like the, let me know. I don't like guys to ever text a girl, let me know, especially when you're asking them on a first date. But in this situation, it almost sounds like you don't give a shit. So I kind of like that. I don't want to overanalyze this too much, but yeah, doing a, let me know. It's like, let me know. It's either my way or the highway. That's how we're doing this. <laughs> Van says, ghost the fuck out of her. Can, I mean, you can be just done with her, but I don't know. You never know. She might be like, oh, okay. No, you're right. One-on-one. That's fine. I don't know. We don't know. Scotty says, social sports leagues in Chicago. Yeah, that's another great way. My cousin He's young. He's, he's 20, uh, 26, 27, I think right around there. He does a lot of social sports leagues in Chicago. So here's the thing. Okay. This is, you know, you might hear advice from someone like, I can imagine you you ask someone like, how do I meet girls? And someone says, Oh, you know, sign up for one of those sports leagues in Chicago. That's not the advice. That's not the advice. It's like, okay, so I join a sports league and then what? Sounds like a social circle situation again where I'm limited. Cool. I hope I meet one of the girls. I can't be banging all of them. I can't be asking all these girls out. I mean, you could, but a lot of risk there, potential drama. So what do you have? Maybe one or two options potentially. That's it. I don't know. Maybe you end up going and there's like a bunch of teams that get together and go out, but I don't know how often that happens. I think it's like you... You do, you play a game and then you all go out and you get like a couple of opportunities. So what's the real advice there? The real advice is you join one of those leagues. You make friends with everybody, or at least the people that you want to make friends with the girls. Maybe you hit on one of them, but your friends own all of them and you invite them out and you tell them to invite their friends to what, to the events that you create, hosting people at your house, happy hours, hiking events, meetups. I don't know, whatever you want. Sky's the limit. That's the real advice. It's like poaching. That's what you're doing. You're poaching. You're scouting and poaching. It's like you're creating your own metaphorical uh, sports team there. 
my girlfriend doesn't want me because her brother-in-law and I don't get along. What should I do? Interesting. Why don't you get along? Here's the other thing. Do you want to be with, see, sometimes I'd rather you guys, I want you to think on this level. I want you to think in the abundance level. I know that that's tough when like you got a girlfriend, but still let's think, let me, let's ask this question in a different way. How about, what if you asked yourself, should I continue to be with my girlfriend when I don't like her douchebag brother-in-law? Maybe that's something you should be thinking about. Instead of what do I do to get her to like me? Do you like this situation? I don't know. Sounds kind of crappy to be honest. Maybe that's, maybe her brother-in-law sucks so bad that, that you should break up with her. I don't know. I don't, it's hard to ask, answer, man, because I don't know exactly what the situation is. Like, I don't know who's being, someone might be being unreasonable. Might be another red flag. If she, maybe if she's not seeing, let's say you're, you're doing everything right. So let's say you're doing everything right. And, uh, and he really is some sort of douchebag or whatever, whatever's going on. Might be a red flag that she's not seeing your side of it and she doesn't realize it. I want you to look at all the different angles here. Trip, I had a question. I make a 200K a year. I still live at home. You talk about on the podcast, moving out on your own, but I want to save up and buy my house. Thoughts? Dude, where do you live at 200K a year that you can't save up for a home and still live on your own? It would be better for you to not live with your parents. Get a place that's, if you wanted to really like, save up for a house fast, get a cheap place. Even if it's a studio or a, a simple one bedroom, learn how to decorate it correctly. So now you're spending less on rent and you're still able to save up and now you're out of the house. Otherwise, if you're making 200 K a year and you're not paying any rent, how long, I don't know what it sounds like. You must live in a very expensive city or you're spending your money on other shit because at 200K with no rent or no mortgage, you should be technically, and you live at home, your parents are probably buying the food. They're doing your laundry. You should be saving up for a home in like three to six months. You know, also, I don't even know if you want to put down more than 20%. So you live in New York. Okay, so that makes sense. But still, but still, you should be able to, save up for something relatively fast, even with getting your own place. A studio's 3K. Okay. Yeah, studio's 3K. So what's, so you're making, dude. Okay, so studio's 3K. What's 200K a year? That's fi- over, that's 15K a month. So now you're left with what? Right? 12K? You can make it work, man. Get resourceful here. You can make that work. Trip, why do you think whenever years ago it started where women got this mentality that they are better than men and play hard to get? You know, uh, it's tough to say where that started. Uh, well, no, actually, it's very simple. Uh, third wave feminism. Third wave feminism. Maybe even second wave feminism. That's probably where it started. And now it's gotten worse because online dating has 
falsely inflated the ego of many women who are, who are not that special. Oh yeah. Good call, John. I forgot about the net. Okay. 140 net. Still, man, you can get resourceful. You could do it. You can spend little to no money. Also, if you're already living at home, you've hopefully already saved up that 3k. I don't know how many months you've been at home. All right. Wow. This went fast. We're already at the hour. Guys, you need help. You know where to go. You got a one-on-one coach waiting to work with you who will get you insane results. We will get you to the point where you're meeting more women than you ever thought you could. We can teach you how to build a social circle as well. Absolutely. We can do that. Hold you accountable to do it. Give you specific things to do in your city to make that happen. Build your confidence, build your charisma. We do that all in the TripAdvice Accelerator Coaching Program. That's why it's called the Accelerator Program to accelerate your results and get you there faster. Go ahead and book a time with us, tripadvicecoaching.com. Go there right now, book a time. And we'll talk to you. We can book a time with you ASAP. We got slots available. I got a whole team on staff, so you should be able to talk to someone within two days. (laughs) <laughs> Sean said, I make 95K, live with my two kids, a dog, two guinea pigs, paying $1,200 per month in rent. I think he can afford a place. Yeah. Next week, guys, get ready. We're going to have some fun. I'm going to have three female guests on next Monday, 8 p.m. Central Time. So same time we started tonight. Next Monday, we're going to have some fun. It's going to be, uh, well, well, we'll just leave it to, uh, to the surprises. We'll just leave it at that. It's going to be a good time. Have fun conversations. We're going to be in this studio, which uh, you don't know what this looks like. There's a producer right here, Colton. There he is. We're going to have some fun, intimate conversation. So join us next week. Hit the like button right now if you got something out of this. I hope you did. I hope it helped. We uh, went on a long rant with Social Circle, but, but I think it did. All right. Toodaloo. See you next Monday, 8 p.m. sharp. Get ready for a fun show. Take care, guys. Thanks for the questions. Bye-bye.